podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. With no Haaland, we need an alternative captain. These are the top five contenders. Welcome to the Gianni Baticci YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. This is fun. This is fun because we're having to think outside the box in Game Week 20. Because there's no Haaland, we don't think. And Mo Salah has a tricky fixture. Although, look, you could argue, and we'll see some data in a second, which might suggest Newcastle is a good fixture for Liverpool. But we're being forced to think a little bit more creatively. And I like that because in Game Week 18, the vast majority of us, myself included, went Watkins versus Sheffield United. He blanked. In 19, we went Salah versus Burnley. He blanked. The obvious captain candidate over the festive period has disappointed us. Was it a bad decision or a bad outcome? I'm not so sure. Probably a bit unlucky and bad outcomes. Salah hit the bar. Watkins could have had points. We saw goals disallowed and penalties not given. But in game week 20, we got loads of options. And the five players I want to discuss are five players, all with home fixtures. We're going to look at Salah. He goes to, he has Newcastle at home. We're going to look at Son, Bournemouth at home, Watkins, Burnley at home, and Foden and Alvarez, two Man City attackers. They have Sheffield United at home. But look, the update on Haaland so far, we've seen Pep speaking, I think it was before the Everton game, right? He said about Haaland, still he's not with the team. He feels better, but he hasn't made one training session with us. Hopefully in January, he can come back. He could make a training session, but if he does, he's definitely not starting against Sheffield United. If he was in the squad, man, I'd be very surprised. So look, I'm thinking there is a very, very good chance there's no Haaland. And with that, Alvarez and Foden become part of the conversation for captaincy. But what we're going to look at today, we're going to look at the opponents, Salasson Watkins and the Man City lads, the opponents form in the last two games. And the reason the last two games are so important the games are becoming thick and fast. So when we look at recent form, well, yeah, there was, a, there was a round of fixtures just before Christmas. Then there was the Boxing Day round of fixtures. It's like, let's see how these teams have performed in the last week. So we're going to look at Newcastle, Bournemouth, Burnley and Sheffield United. And that will help, I think, assess who we go with for our captaincy decision this week. Guys, I have done a captaincy poll on Twitter and I'll show you the results later in the show. If you're listening to this podcast on the Scout feed, then did you know you can listen to all my pods just search Gianni Batici FPL wherever you get your pods and you can subscribe to my podcast as well as the Scout podcast where you'll get all of my content, team selections, captaincy videos, game week previews, the lot. And guys, if you are watching this on YouTube, then thank you. But did you know you can also check out the podcast feed? Yeah, probably didn't know that, did you? I'm also on pod platforms, baby. Um, right, let's move on. Let's have a look. Those captaincy candidates. So let's load this chart. We've got Salah, Son, Watkins and the Man City lads. Firstly, I want to just look at the day's rest because the fixtures have been coming thick and fast. Now, these guys are all starting games. They started 18 and 19, right? Foden and Alvarez obviously have the Club World Cup, even an extra fixture in there for them. Salah has five days rest. He played Tuesday, he plays Monday. A lot of game time, a lot of time to, to have a day off or two, some more time on the training ground. That's very welcome for Salah. When we look at Son, Thursday, Sunday, two days between fixtures. Watkins, three days between fixtures. And the Man City lads, Wednesday, Saturday, only the, fr the Thursday, Friday, the two days between the games. So the turnaround time works against Son and it works against the Man City lads. And it works for Salah straight away, right? The opponents. Let's go through them one by one, shall we? Salah plays Newcastle. Two weeks ago, four weeks ago, six weeks ago, you'd go, oh, that's a tough one. I don't think I'll give him the armband there. 
All of these guys are at home, by the way. And at Anfield, Salah's very good. But then you look at the expected goals conceded for Newcastle in game week 18 and 19. In the last week, they've conceded an XGC of nearly five goals, 4.95. Guys, very few teams are worse than that. Very few teams have got a worse defensive record than that. That is shocking for Newcastle. They only conceded four goals in that time. It should have been five. They faced 31 big ones, 31 shots. Honestly, I'm like, poor Salah is really part of this conversation. So is Son, but he does play Bournemouth. Bournemouth have conceded only 1.3 XG in the last two games. They've looked good. In recent weeks, we've seen Bournemouth win some big football matches. They beat Forest at Forest. They beat United. They beat Newcastle. They are flying. They're the team. They're the most informed team in the division right now. They only face 19 shots. The Bournemouth defence is pretty useful. We know we like the Spurs attack though. But I think with this data, looking at Bournemouth, I can probably rule Son out the captaincy conversation for me. There's not a right and a wrong answer here. If you're going Son, it's all of these guys are good options. Son won't be my captain because of the Bournemouth numbers. And the two-day turnaround. And I wonder, I wonder for Son and Salah, does AFCON and Asia Cup distract them a little bit? Is it, can't get injured, can't get injured for AFCON, can't get injured for Asia Cup. Do they ease off the gas slightly in those games? Because as soon as these games finish in 20, they're both jumping on aeroplanes. Son is flying to Asia, Salah is flying to Africa. And I wonder if that hinders them a little bit. Ollie Watkins, three days rest, better than Son and, and the City lads. He plays Burnley, who look, Burnley concede chances. And in the last couple of games, yeah, they beat Fulham in there. They still, in the last two games, 3.24 XG. They only conceded two goals. So actually, they should have conceded more. And Trafford has been saving them big time. Trafford's been playing amazingly well, but he's been busy. 38 shots faced for Burnley. That's higher than any of the teams here. In the last, it's almost 20 shots faced in, in a game on average. 19 on average for the last two games. So you think of Watkins and go, oh, the numbers are really good there. But then you question Ollie Watkins because you question Aston Villa's form, right? Aston Villa losing to Man, City, Man United. Have their heads dipped a little bit. Before that, they drew against Sheffield United. That's only one point in the last two games for Villa. And it was such a good run before that. But we know how good they have been at home. But Watkins doesn't have penalties either. And because of that, and because I'm worried a little bit about Villa's form, I think I'm going to rule Ollie Watkins out as well. So at the moment... I'm ruling Salah in, Son and Watkins out. Now, please, guys, make your own decision with this. You don't have to listen to me, right? I'm giving you information and you should absorb that and make decisions based on the information I give you rather than going just because Janny's doing this, I'm doing this. Please don't. I think all of these are good captaincy options. And by the way, guys, if you're enjoying the stream, I don't. I think it's the first ever captaincy video I've done. Do hit that like button uh, and subscribe to the channel. There's loads of new watchers uh, over the festive period. So if you fancy subscribing and hitting notifications, you'll see on average two videos a week from me in the occasional deadline stream and live. The Man City players. Come on, let's have a quick look at them. Let's have a quick look at them. Foden, by the way, let's just show the Man City average position map and pass map because in the last couple of games without Haaland, this is the shape we see from Man City. This is from the Club World Cup final. Against Everton, it was pretty much the same. Foden's slightly deeper than Alvarez, but so much more on the ball than Alvarez. So yeah, he's not as high, but he's central and that's key. When Foden plays left and right, you still get a great deal from him, but you don't quite get the threat that you get when he plays number 10. When he plays 10 against Everton, a goal, hits the woodwork, misses a big chance, 
Could have had a 20-pointer. Forced Pickford into a great save from distance. Foden could have had 20 points. Alvarez, I think, was a bit fortunate. He got a penalty, right? And yeah, he was involved, but not like Foden. Foden is the better pick, I think. I also think it's easier to accommodate a midfielder at the minute. Many have Gordon. Gordon Foden. Do you want to sell a Slanky or a Watkins? Or even a Darwin this week for an Alvarez? I don't think necessarily you do. So look, the numbers for these Man City players. Two days rest. That's tough. But I don't think it's a huge concern because these are both very fit lads. The opponent, Sheffield United. Well, under Wilder, you might go, they're better at the back. And you'd be you'd be right in saying that. A back five, it's working for them. They conceded four goals in 18 and 19. Mm, disappointing. But their XG was only 1.49. Mm, they're a bit unlucky. They're a bit unlucky. Their XG was similar to, you know, Bournemouth's 1.3, XGC. Shots face 24. So they're putting up fairly good numbers. And this makes me question, do I really want to go to Man City? Is owning a Foden or an Alvarez enough? Especially, look, Alvarez has the routes to points with pens this week. Foden doesn't. Does all this data, knowing that the weakest defensive team in the last two game weeks has been Newcastle in terms of expected data, does it just point in the direction of Mo Salah? I still question the AFCON and Asia Cup. And I'm like, is there a distraction? Or can you build a narrative to go, actually, they're leaving their teams for potentially a month. They want to end on a high. They're going to go out on a, on a big one. That's probably the way both Son and Salah play, isn't it? So I think, look, I'm probably 51% Salah, 49% Foden. I'm ruling out Son and Watkins for me, but I think they're good, good picks. And what about you guys? How have you been voting? Because I did. I put out a tweet... Um, just to see what people's early thoughts were. Game week 20 captaincy poll. And look, your voting, roughly similar to me. You're kind of ruling out Watkins. 14% of you will go there. 25% are looking at Son, about a quarter, one in four. But then your Man City attacker at 26% and Salah at 33. Yeah, the two favourites. The two favourites. But it's split. And that makes FPL, I think, really fun because captaincy is so, so important. Like, how often do we say your game week arrow, your red or your green, comes down to captaincy? Like, especially in a game where there's a lot of 10 players highly owned. So, oh, great, we're all getting Trent points. Oh, great, we all get Cole Palmer points and we all get Salah points and Son points and we've all got Ollie Watkins. And it's like, oh, what differentiates us? Well, Buying differentials, and we should all try and do it. And I love the fact I've got a Darwin and a Foden who have just come in in for me in 19 in terms of points. I've had them in my team a while. Not always been getting points, trust me. But it also, we differentiate ourselves with going rogue on captaincy. Now, sometimes we can't do that because we go, Watkins has got Sheffield United at home and Salah's got Burnley away and it's so obvious. And we go there and they might fail. But if they fail, we fail together. So it doesn't really hurt us that much. And there is a comfort blanket in that. And there is a security in that. Just like when we all captain Haaland in the obvious fixtures. When he bangs, it's like, oh, great, but we all get those 30 points. Meh. You don't feel that great about it because everyone else has got the 30 points. When we captain a differential, and all of these guys are going to feel like differentials this week, even Salah, because loads will go to Watkins, loads will go to Son, loads will go to Alvarez and Foden. There's other options. On, on comments to this poll, by the way, loads said, I'm going to captain Trent. I'm going to captain Jared Bowen. Some said I'm going to captain Richarlison. Like, there are other options this week, not just these five, which makes the game, I think, really, really enjoyable and fun. So, look, 
If you enjoy this type of content, as I mentioned, likes and subscribes are welcome. Do also check out Fantasy Football Scout, by the way, who sponsor this stream. And there's a link in the bio if you want to know more from Scout. I'm always on the Scout Twitter feed. The Scout website is fantastic for information. Tons of free info on there as well. Guys, I will be doing a deadline stream for Game Week 20 as well. You might go, Janny doesn't do deadline streams in his channel. I did my first ever one in Game Week 19. And had an awesome time. I was meant to stay out. I was meant to do an hour stream. I think I did two. Um, we had the world number 19, Dylan Chai, on with me. Uh, he might join again. We had loads of chat. It was great, great fun. So do, do try and join that Game Week uh, live as well, um, just before the Game Week 20 deadline. And in that stream, I'll be absolutely guaranteeing you who I'm going to captain. I'll be making that decision. It will be Salah or Foden for me. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Look forward to seeing you next time. See you later. Podcast Network.